Hi, this is Doreen Grace. Welcome to the Soul Spa Podcast. Today I will be talking about the power of words. You can't talk negative and expect to live a positive life. So what are you saying? This is part one in a two-part series, so be sure to download both part one and part two to get the full episode. I hope you will be empowered, rejuvenated, and inspired by today's podcast. One day, my husband and I were walking on the bike trail along the Willamette River. There was a bridge for bikes to cross the river coming up ahead. Now we had never seen any homeless people under this bridge before, but on that particular day, there was a homeless person sleeping underneath the bridge. Now I was deeply affected by his poor condition as we passed by. So after that, we decided to pray under that bridge every time we passed through that area. We'd whisper aloud under our breath, God loves you, and declared healing and blessings and comfort for all who passed through there. And we never saw another homeless person in that same spot again. But a few weeks later, I noticed a leaf on the ground that was in the shape of a heart. I thought that was an extraordinary coincidence and took the leaf home. We continued to pray every time we passed under the bridge. A few weeks later, graffiti showed up under the bridge. Just some small splotches at first that somebody from the city quickly painted over. And we kept on praying. But one day, the entire area was covered in spray paint. It was up the walls, down the pavement. Everything was completely covered in paint. It felt like a pushback. Is there anything giving you pushback like that in your life today? Well, we pushed back with more words of blessing under that bridge. And a couple of weeks later, we were approaching the familiar underpass when two young guys in black hoodies who were cycling across the top of the bridge shouted, God loves you. And the other one yelled back, God bless you. Our jaws dropped open as we turned and stared at each other. Those were the very things that we had been saying under the bridge. Was it a coincidence? Well, there's a proverb that says, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love to talk will eat its fruit. Words are like seeds. And just like planting a tiny watermelon seed in the ground, it starts out first very small, but then it grows into a large fruit that can be consumed. When the farmer first drops that tiny little seed into the ground, his neighbor asks him, what are you doing? And he says, well, I'm planting watermelons. But actually, he's just planting seeds. The watermelons won't be mature and ready to eat for at least 65 more days. It's the same way when we speak. Our words might not look like they're producing instant results, but we are sowing seeds. And in due season, we will reap a harvest. That is the power of words. When God spoke the world into existence, he called the things that were not as if they already are. God said, let there be light, and there was light. 
We are created in God's image, so that means our words have creative power too. And just like our Creator, we are prophesying our future whenever we speak. This is occurring whether you realize it or not. We're going to get whatever we are saying. So what are you saying to yourself today? The book of Job says, You will also declare a thing, and it will be established for you, so light will shine on all your ways. The words coming out of your mouth are continually reprogramming your subconscious beliefs. Our brain has something called the reticular activating system that starts to look for evidence to confirm whatever we are saying. This is how we validate our beliefs. Our beliefs, both conscious and subconscious, create our perceptions, and our perceptions create our future. So seek and you will find, believe and you will confirm. The reticular activating system helps you see what you would like to see, and in doing this influences your actions. King David declared to the giant Goliath, I have killed a lion and a bear, and today I will cut off your head and feed it to the birds. Then he did it. So imagine what might have happened if he had said, I can't do anything important. I'm just a lowly shepherd boy. He probably would have felt too weak and insecure to defeat the giant that day and would have run back to tending the sheep. He would have missed his destiny. The Bible is not just meant to be read and studied. The Word of God is powerful, active, and alive. But in order to have what the Bible says we can have and do what the Bible says we can do, we need to speak it out. As we declare and decree God's Word, it will light up the path in front of us and things begin to move on our behalf. This is not like rubbing a bottle to awaken the genie within so that he will give you three wishes. This is about aligning yourself with God's highest intention for your life and receiving his kindest gifts and most abundant blessings. Surrendering to the process aligns your desires with his will for your highest good. Sometimes we don't know what is best for us. When I was a kid, I loved candy. I would never eat broccoli if it was up to me. Kids don't always know what's best for them. And sometimes we act like that with God. We might think we need a Ferrari to make us happy, but maybe what we really need is to ride the bus for a while to polish off some rough places in our personality. You always have the free will to choose. John Polkinghorne, the physicist turned Anglican priest, says, God is like a grand master chess player who wants to play cosmic chess with you, and you are like a club player. You are free to make whatever move you wish, but the grand master will win the game in the end to bring about his intended purpose. So this, not, this isn't some formula for manifesting whatever you want. But we declare and decree the promises of God that are found in Scripture because we are entitled to all the blessings He has promised. And it's not because we're so good, but because God is good and He cannot lie. 
all of his promises are yes and amen. And he watches over his word to perform it. In Psalms, it says that speaking scripture aloud literally dispatches angels who must go to work to make it come to pass. If you think this won't work for you because you don't have enough faith, well, actually faith comes by hearing God's word. So when you speak God's word over yourself, you send out seeds and those seeds will reprogram your subconscious beliefs and in time will result in a harvest since we reap what we sow. This is how faith works. Now I've heard many people say that positive affirmations don't really work for them. That's because we have to actually believe what we are saying is true and that we can have it or will create cognitive dissonance in our brains. This is a toxic brainwave state that occurs when our behavior doesn't align with our stated beliefs. Lying to ourselves with positive affirmations instead of living from a place of integrity creates a sense of inner turmoil that releases hormones in our brain that can make us feel stressed, depressed, or even impair our good judgment. Now, I'm not going to dive too deeply here into the science about how the spoken word affects the material world, but according to physics, everything in the universe is made of vibrating energy particles, and our words affect this energy at the quantum level. So it is essential to be intentional with our words because our words have creative power. Whether we bookend our words as a formal prayer that starts with dear God and closes with amen, or if we're just talking to ourselves or to a friend, either way, the subconscious mind is always at work. All of the words spoken out of our mouth are programming our subconscious beliefs. Now the Holy Spirit also hears everything we are saying and holds us accountable for every word. With our mouth, we can either build up or tear down. With our tongue, we can either bring healing or wound the spirit. With our words, we can either bring hope or despair. We can either bless or we can curse our futures. You can't talk negative and expect to live a positive life. So what are you saying? Are your words blessing your life or are you cursing your life? The words you say today are creating your future. So choose your words with intentionality. This is the end of part one. For more about how to use declarations and decrees and specific examples to help you get started on your own practice, check out The Power of Words, part two. If you'd like individual coaching, you can go to my website, DoreenGraceKester.com, and click on the coaching tab for more info. If this podcast has impacted your life in any way, I'd love to connect with you on social media. You can also contact me on my website. I'd love to hear about it. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Soul Spa podcast wherever you get your podcasts so you'll be sure to catch every episode as soon as it is released. Thank you for listening.